Welcome to the Curious Curiosity Podcast, a place where Sab and Abhi discuss their journey of self-growth and share tips and tricks that they have figured out on the way to lead a more fulfilling life. Hey Sab, uh, it's good to see you again. How are you? Good man, what's up man? How are you? It's been uh, just over a month, yeah, with the uh, last podcast and stuff, so... Were you, were you in the same alignment of your desk and chair in the last episode as well? Or was it different? I think it was a bit different. Uh, okay. If I remember right, I had a different orientation. I was sitting like seated like this. And then I've been changing back and forth. Uh, yeah. I've been changing my desk back and forth just to suit uh, my needs here. Uh, but okay. I think I'm, I'm going to settle up with this right now. Earlier, I didn't have a curtains in front of me uh, to block the sun, okay. but now I do. So this 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 position looks a lot better. Yeah. Awesome, awesome, awesome. Well, I'm glad. Uh, I'm glad you're uh, we're doing this episode again, and uh, it's also interesting to see you. Like, uh, you know, like for example, like I've been seated like this for like quite a while now, and I was wondering because I see you change quite a bit. Maybe maybe I might change a bit too. I don't know. So let's see. Yeah, I've been just settling down. <laughs> that's the reason yeah, why I yeah, said yeah. I would like yeah. to have one position for my desk all the time. But yeah, yeah. Uh, variety change just often help uh, with progress, right? But yeah. Awesome, awesome, awesome. Cool. So, Sab, today we're going to talk about your uh, mm. journey on building a reading habit and how that yeah. has changed your life, right? Uh, and like yeah. maybe get, uh, what I'm trying to get out of the uh, discussion is uh, some tips and tricks on building a uh, reading routine and uh, what uh, how this routine has actually helped you uh, become a better person. So that's that's how the uh, discussion flow is going to be. And I'm really excited for this one. Awesome, man. Awesome. I'm excited, you know, and um, I would say reading is one of the uh, uh, most crucial things, uh, habits, I think I've uh, groomed over the years. It's not something I've just done it overnight, but I think I've definitely groomed it over years. And and it's become so pivotal, like I'd say, like so, I've become very attached to it. That I've, I think it's almost become a daily practice, you know. So I'm excited to talk more about it, get your perspective as well, and see your thoughts on how you have tried in your life and just see how I can improve my reading habit too. So, for sure, for sure. Uh, and I think from uh, from the last episode, we spoke about uh, uh, my weight loss journey and how, like, yeah. you know, uh, keep keeping the keeping everything pretty simple, all your workout routine and also uh, the food routine simple to adopt to a weight loss journey was helpful. Were you able to uh, probably put some some uh, uh, some of what we discussed in your life, or yeah. did you did you think about some of those things? Uh, I, I did. Really I did. I, hear your thoughts I did. there. I did. Yeah, Abhilash. I think uh, you know. I think one thing I really liked was he spoke about the process, right? And I think I've tried to incorporate and accept what I think is sustainable in my life, right? So, for example, it's summer now in summer in Canada right now. So like, it's a good time to play sports. So like, I was like, okay, like every summer I want to be out playing a sport, right? So I was like, okay, like if, if a sport is a workout, I do sports five, six times a day a week. But at the same time, I have to also be mindful of how it's sustainable for my body. So I've like groomed my Pilates practice more. Like I've been working more on it just so it strengthens my body strength and that. But I think it's, I've, I've really like, focus on the process so for example i think one thing i've learned is that when i swim so i'm big into swimming is that earlier i would just go and try to swim 2k but then when told me it's important to look at the process take a step back and look at it as a journey like i started going taking time out to improve my technique and uh, try to make it more long lasting rather than just being like i want to swim 2k every time i swim it's more like 
how can I efficiently swim so that every time I swim mm-hmm. in my future, like I'm doing it the best technique moving forward, you know? So I think I've just tried to incorporate that eating as well. Like uh, I think I've, I've tried to mindfully chew my food, like, you know, like just take out a few seconds to chew my food. And I've noticed that I eat significantly less uh, food because of that. And mm-hmm. I think uh, portion control, like you said, how you like clean up, even your wife clean up everything before you eat. I've been doing that for a while, but now like what I've really understood is that, is that I, I think like completely like packing your plate to what you can eat once and for all and accepting that's all you're going to eat. I think like mentally it's been a good like uh, step to be like, okay, this is how much I'm going to eat and chew this food and be fully into it rather than being like, oh, there's more food in the stove, more food in the plates there, right? So I think like completely packing everything, completely accepting this is all I can eat has been a good change as well. So I haven't really seen a big weight loss change, but I have felt much more fuller eating. And at the same time, I've understood that uh, my performance in athletics and sports and working out is a, is a thing I got to do for the rest of my life and not trying to find shortcuts to win tomorrow or win today. You know what I mean? So that's what I've been doing. So no, that's that sounds that sounds amazing, man. And something which you told about swimming, I think that makes sense. Like you'd enjoy the journey rather than just yeah. focusing on the destination, right? Just the two K might not enjoy the journey. You no, know, it might not enjoy that like yeah. one or one and a half hours that you're going to put in swimming. So that that makes total sense. I, I totally resonate with you on that. And great that uh, uh, great to see that you've been able to incorporate a lot of what we discussed last time. So I'm happy for you there. No, thank you. Thank you so much for uh, give, uh, for helping me with that as well. So thank you. Sounds great. So yeah, let's dive uh, into our topic of conversation for today, which is uh, reading. So uh, just want to start off, like, when did you start reading? Like, in the sense, was it a habit that you started recently? But I meant, I see that you mentioned that it's been a habit throughout. Like, so uh, yeah. can you briefly talk about your uh, journey into the habit of reading? Sure. Um, I, uh, growing up, I think till middle school, I wasn't a big reader. In fact, I think my English was like relatively poor compared to like in, in, uh, in speaking terms compared to my, my cousins and stuff. So I remember growing up, my, my family members would say like, Sab doesn't have the best, I like, can't speak the best English amongst the family, right? And I think it really hit me hard because I didn't feel I was like, like spending time on learning the language. I was just like going to school, like primary school, coming back, middle, started early middle school. And then, you know, the lingos we speak, like shortcuts, short forms. I was just doing that, you know. So I think like when so, like, people started telling me that my English wasn't the best, I took time to actually read. And I think the first group of books I read were the Ended Blyton books in middle school. So I think I had like every summer vacation, I would just read a lot. And then throughout the school, year, I wouldn't read. But at least I picked up an interest in reading in summer vacation. And then in high school, I had many of my closest friends read. So I did a little bit of reading there. But again, it was just during vacation I would read. I would not read during the school year, right? It wasn't something I would read. Like it was not a daily habit. And I think one change that happened to me was in, in, when I went to universities, I think someone told me or I read the news and resonated well was um, like people who are uh, C-suite executives read the news every day. So I was like, okay, like, uh, I have to read the news every day because 
is the one I aspired to become this people when I was in university. And secondly, I thought it was good, like just to have this information in case it's like one, learn about the world, and two, when you, when you speak with people, it's okay. I think this information helps. So that's when I picked up. I think like my first reading, I would say like my habit was reading the news every day. So since university, I think since like second year of university, I've read the news every morning or at least in the day. You know, like I would say if I skip it. It's only when I'm on vacation and then I catch up in the evening. I try, as, I try my best to like, read the news every day. And the way I read the news is I try to read about sports every day. I try to read about uh, general news. And then I try to read about business and like, finance and stuff. Just the interest I have, right? So that's been a habit since the age of 20. So it's almost, almost eight years now. I think reading books became more uh, poignant in my life. On a, on a, I would say on a weekly or a daily sense. Uh, when I started working. So when I started working, I started like, I don't know, really understanding what I like to read and stuff. So I started buying books, investing in books. And I'd say like there were times in the year I would read every day. But then again, it would go out, right? So it wasn't sustainable, like the news habit. But this year, I, I told myself that actually about like, so I've been reading very well, like aggressively throughout the year. I told myself last, I think like this past June and July, which is like last two months, um, is I want to read 15 minutes a day apart from the news, right? It, I read the news every day, but I, I also want to read the books and just see how I feel. Like, do I really like reading? Do I, do I think it's like a champion? Like, it's, it's like a championship belt I'm trying to win. You know, is it like something I'm trying to fulfill my ego? Mm. Or is it just like, do I actually enjoy that? I think I can read every day. Like, you know what I mean? Like, this thing I just enjoy so much. Like, I look forward to doing it. And I think like having done that 15 minutes a day or even say like some days that there are 10 minutes, I think I've really understood that how much I like reading. You know, like I think every time I'm in the train, I read. Uh, before I go to bed, I read. Of course, certain days it's, I think it's like, I'm like, I have to like tune up to read. But most days um, I end up reading without being forcing myself to read. And I would equivocate reading to like working out I, like I can ask you this: Have you ever felt bad after working out? No, never. No. It's it's like you, you have to climb the mountain to work out, but once you work out, you feel like you're like, "Whoa, this yeah. is a great feeling," right? And I would yeah. say for me, it's like the same with reading. Like every time I read, I'm like, mm, "I learned something." Like, damn, it's worth it, you know. And that's mm. what's happened by, like, uh, by not having a large reading goal, but having just like ten minutes a day. I want to read something beyond the news. So mm. read a book. You know, or read mm. read or read a paper on uh, like an academic paper. You know, makes sense. So I, and makes that's sense. what that's what that's what I've been doing. So, and no. it's been, it's been, I, I've been doing consistently since then. Uh, sounds great. So I think I think I resonate with what you said about reading, especially while traveling. Traveling is the yeah. best time to read, especially when you're taking a train or a flight. Like yeah. you you don't have any distractions. You switch off your phone and then like yeah. just focused yeah. on reading there. Uh, so I just want to dive deeper into what you mentioned about reading the news, right? Is there, do you have a particular app where you get consolidated news for you that yeah. you read? Like, I know like in India, but back, back home, like I used to have this uh, app called InShots, which like yeah. gives you a summary of all the important news. And then like I subscribe to a bunch of newsletters, like Morning Brew and Peak, uh, Morning Brew is for the yeah. US news, Peak is for the news in, uh, yeah. in Canada. So is there a particular app or newsletter that you subscribe to read the news? Yeah, so I've been using the app Flipboard for the past 10 years mm. and I would say the past eight years I use it 
on almost a daily basis. And the reason I like the app is because uh, is one I've I've just used it for a while, so I'm comfortable with it. And two is because I can actually categorize what the news I want to read. So I read sports every day, general news every day, and business every day. And so I, I can categorize and get the news for that. Secondly, I think it gives me news from all around the world from different sources. So what happened? I saw that with like, say, for example, sub- subscribing to Bloomberg or Global Mail here in Canada or New York Times, is that you're getting it from one source, right? That's from the, the first from the agency itself. Whereas with Flipboard, I get it from Wall Street Journal, I get it from New York Times, I get it from Bloomberg, I get it from ESPN. So having the variety of sources, I think, has helped me not have a bias. I would say not, not, it's not about not having, but I think it's minimized my bias in receiving a certain bias on the news. So that's what I do is I read Flipboard every day, you know, for the past eight years. Interesting. So yeah, I think I should, I should definitely try Flipboard. I've been using all of these uh, newsletters, Morning Brew and Peak yeah. predominantly, and then like a uh, newsletter from uh, Economic Times back in India to get all of these up-to-date news. And then it just takes five minutes of my time every morning, like to go through each newsletter. So it's been pretty good, but it makes sense. I think I'm definitely going to try Flipboard and see how it goes. So yeah. uh, just to take our discussion next step uh, regarding your reading habit, what kind of genres uh, do you do you prefer to read? Do you like go all over the place, like you know, fiction, nonfiction, and like business and all of that sort? Like, or do you have a particular genre that you stick on? So I haven't read fiction, uh, you know, in a long time. You know, I read fiction until to university, and then I stopped reading fiction. Mm. Uh, I I read I read I read predominantly nonfiction, and the the type of books I read are like very. Obviously, something similar to what we do in this in these podcasts and this blog. Like, I read a lot of books on nutrition and health, books on philosophy, books on self improvement. Uh, I love autobiographies. I think it gives me a first hand perspective. So these are the books I read. It's not like I'm against fiction. I just I just like uh, the other the nonfiction uh, type of it a lot more. I just enjoy like getting a real first hand journey perspective for someone who's done it. You know what I mean? Like. For someone who's lived in those shoes and given giving you perspectives, I enjoy that part of it. But I think fiction isn't bad. Like I, I mean, I remember growing up, I studied a lot of Frederick Forsyth, Robert Ludlum. I read uh, Paulo Coelho recently. So I think uh, fiction is. It's not like fiction is a bad. I, it's not like I think fiction is bad to read. I just, I just enjoy getting first-hand perspectives of people's experiences and see how I can improve. Use that to improve my life. I just find that more relatable. So that's what I've been focusing on. Is I've been reading. I'll tell most recently just a lot of books on philosophy. You know, like mm. uh, I'm, I think of you and I talked about in the past is one of the books I'm reading right now is The Courage to Be Disliked, and it's a from it's a sequel to I think not a sequel or prequel, but The Courage to Be Happy. It's the same uh, Adlerian philosophy books, but having just those books, I think is like uh, I just enjoy. I just feel like I can like use it in my life, like on a day to day basis. You know, like I feel like I these, these people are real who they're talking about. Uh, it's more relatable, you know. Yeah. So the I think this is this exactly like interest areas where we have like similarities between us. Yeah. Even I yeah. enjoy a lot of nonfiction. It's not that I don't like fiction. Uh, yeah. I've read. Yeah. Even I'm like a pretty new reader. I, I didn't read most of my yeah. life until like after university when I started working, and then it was yeah. predominantly on fiction, on psychology, decision making, philosophy, and yeah. so on. So I, I hear you. I hear you there. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. That makes sense. That makes total sense. So. So going one of one of the one of the important aspects of reading is like definitely recollecting what you read. Yeah. Right. There are multiple ways to do it. Like some of them like 
prefer to highlight their notes uh, or their yeah. books when they read some of them take notes uh, yeah. or some of them like you know reread the book again and again uh, like yeah. maybe twice a year or maybe once every yeah. year so what is like your preferred method of recollecting especially certain books that you like really uh, admire and want to go through that again or do you yeah is there any other particular way that you yeah so if it's like an academic paper if i read that i take notes like you know i i take notes i like i structure my thoughts um on what i'm learning and stuff um you know i just so we can like maybe backtrack a bit about the point of fiction or non fiction right the reason why i like to read non fiction also another reason is the 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 vocabulary isn't that that complex there's not too much verbs you know like it's not like people are using vocabulary which is so difficult to understand right so that's why i like non fiction first because when people are not authors and they write books i think it's simpler to understand for me that simple i think like the language is much much easier to comprehend and then going from there i found that when i read books which are non fiction i'm able to understand information and embed it much easier because of that so i usually don't take notes because i'm i whenever i read i try to like really understand it in the moment and i grasp it i also don't take notes one is because i really just enjoy the process of reading i just think like it's just like when i read i want to read i don't want to like stop and take a pause because if i do take a pause i think i lose the momentum of reading so i just read so that's why i don't take notes that's another reason i don't take notes and i think lastly the the aspect of like uh talking about recollection and stuff you know like if you ask me like uh, okay like let's talk about this book what did you learn from this book i find it very hard to bring up the information what what i learned from that book but let's say you pick up a specific topic in that book and you read you talk about it i can have a conversation about it right and i think all what i've understood is that is that i when i read a book like it's almost like i'm reading um like 50 different small things within the book instead of reading one book you know what i mean so mm-hmm. so when i read i try to like really segment it in my head think that i'm reading a small part of the book and not reading the whole book just and and that's how i i segmented my and that's how i recollect is i said it's okay like let's say in um uh, uh let's say you're talking about some like let's say just say we're reading a book about someone's um journey or let's say Nelson Mandela's long walk to freedom right so when i read about the book i read, i think about his first few years growing up then about his like uh moment a freedom moment then about when he got put in prison and stuff but like if you ask me what's like the thing i really remember about the book i can't really pick one you know what i mean so like i think the way i recollect in my head is i just segment it and understand that okay this the small small parts of the book and i comprehend the small small parts and that's it i don't really i don't really picture together as a whole book and maybe 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 something i can work on do down the line so i so, so do you do you take notes and stuff in the books you read i try to i try to so initially yeah. initially the challenge which i faced with is this. so in case of auto auto sorry yeah. i'm just like tongue tied right now but yeah. yeah in case of autobiographies when you mentioned i don't take notes because it's just a, like a history of a person right so it doesn't make sense for me to take notes but in case of like uh books that dive into a particular topic uh, i like to take notes there uh so i like to like structure what they mentioned in their uh uh in their particular chapter or one or two major things that i take away from the book so it depends on like the type of type of books for example like when i read the courage to be disliked those were like 
very very like you know i could sum them up in like 10 or 20 points like the the major uh, takeaways from that book but there are certain books for example thinking fast and slow like i had so much notes that i could write yeah. a book with my notes so yeah. again one of the challenges like it becomes so hard to write yeah. notes as well so i tried to like finish one chapter and then take notes the reading process takes a lot longer but i find it especially in certain books it's helpful for me to like just go back uh to those notes instead of reading the book which is like very very helpful but i'm still uh struggling with taking notes i'm 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 looking at any recommendations that can make the note taking yeah. process uh pretty simple so yeah uh, so that's the uh, yeah short answer uh, yeah. but yeah cuz you know uh, a, a part of it is laziness for me right like i don't want to carry a notebook with me and take notes cuz when i read i usually like like say i'm on train i'm reading and like there's no place to take notes you know it's usually on my lap so i can't like put a notebook on my lap and read so i ever i just create a mental excuse and i'm going to read then i read and i read at home i'm reading on a bed you know so like after i can wake up and like take notes and stuff so that's a, a part of it lazy also but a big part for me is just like the process like i don't want to stop the process you know what i mean i don't want to stop the process and be like okay like what did i write here what did i learn here let's go with this what did i write here what did i learn here let's go with this like for me i find that it, that hinders my enjoyment you know like uh, so when you have momentum why do you why do you want to stop the momentum you know what i mean right and right. so go ahead that's what i was thinking you know? no but it is a good point i think like some books like when i read tim ferris's books i did take some notes on my phone or i i like and i i set reminders of things i want to do and stuff and then go from there so i do have recollection techniques i use like breaking down the book into small small parts and remembering the book or like remembering things to do from the book but i've never kept notes of any book i've read except maybe say class textbooks and stuff or business school books we had to read but i never mm-hmm. took notes for any of the books i've read you know or like kept a journal of notes you know so oh no yeah so one one of the reasons why i started taking notes is like i took a course on learning how to learn on coursera yeah. it mentioned about space space repetition right so in order yeah. for us to like remember certain stuff it is important that we do learn in spaced repetitions and uh, one of the ways i take notes is like if i read a chapter today i try to take the notes for it tomorrow so you kind of go through that content again but like briefly and then like make five or like say 10 points from that particular chapter and then make it there so then like i try to read them like you know once a month or like some like couple of months later on to just to recollect what i have found in that book and i don't do this for every book i read uh like certain books which i am really focused on one of the books which i keep on going back to is like the atomic habits which yeah. whenever i want to form a habit like i just go there read my notes here it becomes easier instead of me going yeah, through that yeah, book again yeah, yeah. like you know just uh, just building on those uh, habits so yeah so that that's been very very helpful for me but yeah it yeah. can be it it breaks your reading pattern i'm just looking for any recommendation that can make my you know uh, yeah. taking habits simpler yeah Yeah. I I just think like you know note taking for me is not sustainable. You know what I mean? Like mm. I think the whole concept of note taking for me and this could be an aggressive opinion. But like right. you know uh, uh tell you this, you know, I realized this, you know, like when when you go to hear someone speak or like say a press conference, you know, or uh or you have a conversation with someone, right? Imagine you ask them to like hey, pause, let me take a note. You know what I mean? You can't, right? Because when you and I hang here right now like I can't ask you to pause so I can take a note. I don't do that, right? That's why I think like note taking for me itself is like it's almost like saying uh like 
it's like honestly it's like it's like holding the information very possessively you know what i mean rather than enjoying the experience you know it's like i'm going to use this as like to change the way i live which is which is a part of growth which is a part of living and i mean like uh, uh, improving as an individual but sometimes i think it's important just to be in that momentum and just all that experience and be like i just want to enjoy it like like i don't need to pause anything right now to like relearn anything because and because like i've like you know like when, you, when you talk to someone you don't interrupt them take notes when you uh, or when people do but it's not a very common occurrence right when you're like uh, when you're seeing someone perform you don't stop to take notes like when you see Roger Federer play tennis do you stop to take notes not everyone does that right just i think the note taking concept itself like i'm not really sh- sold on the sustainable aspect of it Mm-hmm. and i trust the human brain i trust a human mind to recollect information like i mean i personally think i have a good memory i think i remember many things and i trust my memory you know i'm just like this is going to come some day some night some time is going to come and i'm going to like recollect and work on it, and that's it you know and mm-hmm. i think that's what's been very pivotal to like the reading process just like enjoying it and be like i don't really need this information beyond at this moment just to read it you know one day will come will come but i don't need to worry about it. you know that's why it's like that's why i don't take notes at all even in class i don't know did you take notes in class all the time at times i try to take notes but most of it was just screenshots <laughs> yeah but did you enjoy the process of taking notes so yeah i i'm i'm that part of the population who don't like have a photographic memory or like recollect a lot of information so i i depend on notes to like uh and like if if it's going to be a class or if it's going to be anything else i rely on taking notes because it's hard for me to recollect what's happened uh i i forget i think i think there are only a few people who can do that uh yeah. i'm i'm unfortunately not one of them so i rely yeah. a lot on notes to just recollect information like mm-hmm. even even if i'm going to re- learn something if i'm going to read something if i want to like go look at it again especially these content specific books i mm-hmm. i rely on notes to go back otherwise like i read something today like two days after i just forget what i read man mm-hmm. like i have no clue what i read but yeah different yeah. people it works differently yeah. for different yeah. people uh yeah. like i think it's good to know that there are different people you have a different methodology there and i have a different methodology here so that that's a itself says for it right yeah i think one thing if i take a step back and like revalidate what i said i think one thing i would believe in notes is that i think in the past or in the present when i take notes is the notes help me process information you know So I think that's one thing is the notes to help you process information like break it down to the crux of it and stuff but what I've noticed is that I really I really like notes when I'm reflecting on things for example when I think about my like I when I think about like my, my habits my purpose my uh what I've done this past year when I journal and things notes help me process my mind and my thoughts and everything but in the moment I think notes are just like for me I think it's I find it very difficult to like uh like get like do both you know like take a note read take a note and read you know what i mean so that's what has been my experience so far with it no fair fair uh, everyone's different right so yeah, that makes yeah, sense yeah. yeah so yeah so the next the next part of the conversation which uh, i want to like understand a little bit more is about your reading routine i mean i, yeah. I remember you just mentioned that you started building like a 15 minute routine every yeah. day uh, and then like How, how how did you like what is your routine right do you read like early in the morning or like before bed or do you have like multiple yeah. routines do you like try to put in like your routine like throughout your day like how how does that routine go for you yeah so i usually read the news in the morning uh that's the only thing i read in the morning is the news mm-hmm. 
I try to read every day uh, whenever I get time. And the, and the way I hold myself accountable is because I journal every day. So when I journal every day, one of the things I like to talk, write about is what I've read today. And if, it, if it's only the news, then I know I can read after I journal, right? So that I read after I journal. But I just try to read whenever I get time. It's mostly when I'm traveling, like I'm taking the train, you know, like especially the subway, it's like the underground. Don't really much to see outside the window. So I read them. Um, when I read before I go to bed, you know, like uh, just to like, uh, I don't know, just like, just to, like learn something different, you know, like just take some time out to read, disconnect. Um, I read then. So those are the two times I think prominently I read is when I travel and don't have to drive. And I, uh, and then before sleeping is when I usually read. Those are two specific time slots. Perfect. Perfect. So is there, is there a particular method that you follow to build that routine? I know like traveling is going to be different for different days. So it's hard to build a routine uh, yeah. during your travel, unless you're, you're going to work every day. You take that subway in the yeah. morning, like eight o'clock, eight fifteen. you read there. But I think yeah. uh, for what I understand is like your night routine, like, sleeping i mean uh reading before sleep is like a routine which are, which is which is very good and consistent there's something that you follow to build that routine i know there is there are a bunch of methodologies to build that routine like habit stacking or like maybe simple thing as like yeah. what i try to do is i keep a book right next to my bed like before sleep yeah. so that you know it's easier for me to just put yeah. in that five ten pages every night before reading rather than like you know you know, that simple habit of just putting a book near my simple, bed, yeah, like yeah. changes everything. Yeah. Or do you have like uh, any other routine that uh, you maybe when you're, when you're going into that routine, it's easier, but when you just start something that you have not done before, it kept, it can be even harder. So can you share some of the methods yeah. that you use to build that kind of a night routine? Uh, sure. Habit? Sure. You know, uh, uh, do you have this habit to, to uh, scroll through your phones before you sleep? Yeah, so I, I used to do that a lot and that used to take yeah. a huge toll. Like you, you, yeah. you I, I'm like one of the worst people. Like I sit on my phone like by nine and then I sleep at two o'clock or three o'clock. So I made it a made it a habit not to have my phone to bed. Yeah. I keep it in the hall and then I go to the bed. No phones at night. So that's actually yeah. hell. The, but I hear yeah. you. I have that. I'm like one of the worst people yeah. to do that. Yeah. So I, I had that too, right? And what I've done is before I sleep, so I say like, let's say like time is 10 o'clock now. So I put my phone away. I go meditate and I journal. And then when I journal, I'm like, have I read today? If not, I'm just going to read. So I read on my iPad, right? Mm. I don't read on like, so my phone's away. So I read on my iPad because I do want the device next to me, but I can't have a phone. So I have my iPad. So I read on my iPad. So I think having the electronic device has been very important to me because I used to believe that, oh, you don't need an electronic device to read. Books are the only way to read, to feel. But man, like, and having an electronic device is so convenient for me. Like, I take it when I, when I travel. I can have 20 books in one uh, iPad at the moment because what I do is, say, for example, I'm reading one topic today. And next day, I'm like, I don't want to read that. I want to read something else. So I switch a book, you know. So say I'm reading a book right now on my iPad and then 10 minutes later, I'm bored of it. So I read another book, Right. I think the power of that device has been incredible. Just having, like, even if say a Kindle or an iPad, or for some people, if they can have a phone, I think it's important. And that way, like, with my iPad, like, I don't get any text notifications. I've turned that off. I don't get any calls. I've turned that off. So I pretty much just read on my iPad when I sleep. So having the device, I think, has been very important. 
But I would say the most important thing, and, I, and I've said this earlier in the conversation, is for me having an accountability metric is been by far the most important thing. Is mm. having that journaling habit and saying like I'm going to and I journal today and see like okay, read what did I read? News. Okay, I got to read something else, so I read. That way, I remind myself. You know, I got to read again. Most days, I don't need the reminder, but some days when the going gets tough, I, that reminder helps to read. And like I said. When you work out, you finish your workout. You don't feel bad. For me, it's the same thing with working out and as well as with reading. Like when I finish reading, I'm like, I don't feel bad. I feel incredible, you know. So I'd say a device and accountability metric are the two things that are very important for me in my reading habits. You know. Oh, ah, uh, yeah. I think I think those are extremely good points. Uh, thinking yeah. about it, yeah. When you have that daily meditative and journaling routine, this can be like yeah. life changing. I think yeah, that makes total sense. Uh, yeah. So I just want to dive deeper there. So do you do you prefer like a e-reader or like an actual book, uh, or is it because of the convenience that you have chosen an e-reader? I think I'm like I'm sold in the e-reader now. Like I think for me to go back to the book, uh, I think it's difficult for me, man. No. Do you See, occasionally you know, like, get that book? Sorry. Yeah, I haven't read a book. I haven't read anything on a book. So I mean, you and I have a friend, Kaylee, right? So she's in school with us. So like. Mm-hmm. Kelly gave me a book to read, and man, I struggled to read that book because it's a book, you know what I mean? Like, it is, it's just lying here, and I'm like, when to open this book? And, and I read hundred pages, and I'm like, oh, it's a book, man. Like, you know, so it was the iPad. I'm saying I'm, I'm traveling. I have the iPad for multiple reasons, so like, it's just another reason to have this book. Like, it just, it's just another part of the iPad is I can read, you know. So it's just like the convenience of having everything that that device has sold me. You know what I mean? And it's just like I can just take it around. I have twenty books in one iPad. If I get bored, I can switch to another book. Whereas, let's say, let's just take the Harry Potter books. Each books are like this thick, like really thick books. So imagine you get right. like you're like fifth book, you want to read the second book, and you got to go find that book and bring it back. I think you know, for me, I just I can't I can't deal with that. So the device is just like I think I'm sold on it. I think it'll take me a. I think I have to really like someone has to really convince me again to go back to reading a physical book again. Yeah. Got it. So, is there any particular app that you prefer reading? Is like you do do you look the books app on iPad or is it like the Kindle app? So, is that do you have any preference there? Yeah, I just use the iBooks app. So, whatever books I get, it just uh, it just automatically comes Got to it. iBooks, and then I just uh, I just read it from there. So that's it. Got it. Sounds great. I think those are extremely uh, good tips for new readers, uh, yeah. especially building a good habit, a journaling habit, yeah. accountability metric, and then uh, the uh, uh, the device where you don't have any. It can be a book or it can be a device where you are you are not reliant on your phone to read. Right. That that those yeah. are extremely yeah. good steps there. I just so sorry to interrupt there... you. I sorry to interrupt you. I think one other thing I want to talk about is that I stop listening to music when I read. You know. And I think uh, I don't know if we're going to talk about this down the line, but I don't read like I used to listen to music and I read, and I realized that many of the times my mind is somewhere else when I'm reading. Like I would read two two lines on a page, then I'm on the last line, but I don't remember anything the, the previous line. So because the music has become like you're reading and listening to music, so I think the music is creating a memory, and the re- and the, and then the reading is like being sidetracked to the music, and then I'm lost, you know. So I really stopped listening to music when I read. And it's it's just changed the whole process of reading. So I'm just like in the moment reading, and I'm able to pick up the word and on the page, pick up the sentence, pick up the paragraph, finish the page, go to the next chapter. So 
I think that's something I want to stress upon is just not listen to music when I read, and I think that's also been a pretty beneficial thing. Okay, so this is exactly the segue which I wanted to go next about music, right? So when you mean music, is it like songs that you like, or is it like general, like you know, uh, focus kind of music? Where you like, yeah. I personally love the reading playlist on Spotify, which is just yeah. plain background music, no music that I've heard to before. It's just like I, it gets me in the zone of reading, right? Yeah. Uh, so by music, do you mean songs that you know, or is there something else that you would listen to? Or yeah, any, stop any listening tune. to. any tune even say if it's a song or a track or a reading playlist or white noise mm. and i just stop everything you know and uh don't get me wrong some days i do like you know like i mean i should lie but i do some days but a strong percentage of the time high percentage of the time mm. there's nothing this is just living in that moment and reading you know because okay you know uh see you you see we talked about meditation in the past when you meditate and focus on your breath you don't really hear the noise outside do you do you hear the train do you hear the trees do you hear the birds not really just right focused on that yeah you try to like focus on on like just that one thing yeah uh, and like let go of everything else yeah yeah and i think that's the same thing with reading like when i'm reading like there's no, like the music does i can't hear it like you know so that's why when i listen to music i'm listening to music not reading mm. so i just like complete taking that like that side uh, i say like the uh, for me it was a crutch music was a crutch to read so i just completely eliminated it and just not completely eliminated but i'm trying to completely eliminate it but i've i don't read with music that often anymore so mm-hmm. for me for me music has been predominantly in environmental setting right so yeah. uh, for me to like get into the environment or get into the mindset of reading i just play those uh, reading playlists so reading playlists just like some noise which lets you focus yeah. on reading it's just like just music sometimes it's blues sometimes it's just a piano playing yeah. so i just listen to it just plays and then i know that i'm in the mood for reading it just prepares yeah. my mind to like get into the yeah. focus mode so that's the i found that to be helpful and yeah if i listen to any other music i get distracted extremely easily yeah. like yeah. my yeah. my mind starts flowing everywhere so yeah. so yeah but but i've been using Uh, I'm uh, <laughs> using like you know playlist to just uh, get into focus, uh, but it, it's yeah. been helpful for me uh, at least yeah. in that way. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah, Sab, this has been a great conversation. We are coming to the end of our discussion here. Uh, so before before uh, we go to like my last question, do you have any other recommendations or anything else that you want to talk about your reading habit that uh, we didn't discuss so far? uh i would just say this you know we talked about the the journaling accountability part we talked about the device we talked about the music and other music talked about the different types of books you can read i'll just say is that even if it's not a book and if it's just like news articles read you know i think reading is just such a powerful tool uh, a powerful ability we have as humans that we should cultivate it you know like even if it's just like saying um it was like reading financial statements readings like reports just like i would say put your mind to it and read you know because every time like i've read and i put my mind to it my ability to understand things and ability to learn has just gone up tremendously and every time i'm half asking it i don't think it's been a very beneficial process so how to say anything if you read or anyone who wants to read just like just put just put your mind and soul to like say i'm going to read and that's it and i and i, and I I can promise this to people and this is maybe I, I think a, a a debate for someone to take on with me but 
no one feel I, i'm like i'm pretty sure certain that no one's going to feel bad after reading you know so like just give 100% even if it's 2 minutes a day it's like meditation right like start at the minute start at the minute of reading a page see how you feel then go to two pages see how you feel i think it's just an incredible incredible habit and incredible thing to have in your life you know and i would stress that again so hmm. yeah but one of the thing which i want to add to what you the wonderful points that you mentioned is one of the reasons why people don't find reading as much fun is because they take a book that they, they don't really enjoy so yeah. i made it a point that even if i buy a book and if i read through like a few pages and i don't find the content interesting interesting i don't like find the need to finish it i just like push it no. over and go to go find yeah. another book that i love to read 100% yeah. so you feel you feel good at the end of it and not just like you know trying to finish it for the sake of finishing right yeah that's why i think the ipad works or the kindle works was like you just like not if you just like what are you not reading you just put it to the side you know like sort of physical thing hanging out and i think sam harris said this that he said like if he reads 10 pages of a book he doesn't like it, he cuts it off goes to the next book because there's so many other books to read in the world and we only have finite number of minutes to live in this world so why don't we just read what we want to read you know absolutely can't agree more so uh, my my last question to you uh, in our conversation here is do you have like any book recommendations to me or like anyone listening to this podcast like maybe it can be a it can be one book or it can be like five books yeah. like do you do you uh, do you are there any list of books that you would recommend which has impacted your life uh, a lot uh, that you yeah. would recommend uh, recommend to uh, me and the other listeners here sure i think there are two books i would like really uh, advocate The first one is the power of now by Gatoli. I think that book just changed my life like I mean the way I think, the way I look at uh, my the way I appreciate myself, the way I love myself, observe my mind, observe the surrounding. That book I think is like the uh, give me a sense of it. I right? just like talks about the value of the presence and the value of living in the moment and like just appreciating the moment and forgoing for stress. And that book's been incredible. And, the, and another book is Man's Search for Meaning. uh it's by uh Viktor Frankl it's, a, it's about his time uh in the concentration camps and then he came out and then just how he studied patterns of people and uh himself and what what the meaning of life is you know i think those two books are books i would just recommend that i've like changed my life pivoted um and i think i think like you know with like especially like those two books i think what i've really understood is that I think like like reading is like is like it's just like our ability to comprehend and ability to read is just like a part of us and to get information in us. So I think those two books really like strengthened the fact that be, being able to read is something very pivotal to our survival and and our, and our ability to to thrive in the environment. And I think those two books were like this talk like we didn't really talk about it directly but it made me realize the value of just being in the present and reading, you know. So yeah. Right. Right no I agree with you on the power of uh, now like I've, I've read it it's been extremely good it's been gifted to me and I'm glad that someone gifted that book to me yeah. it's been extremely good but I'm definitely going to uh, put uh, man search for meaning in my reading list uh, I think I've yeah. uh, I've heard it from you and like a lot of other people that it's one of the most impactful book in their lives uh, yeah. so I, yeah thank you for the recommendation I'm I'm definitely going to keep that in my reading list for this year uh, sure I'm awesome. looking forward to discuss to you on that Awesome. Th- 
thank you sab this was a fun conversation very enlightening on building a reading reading routine and like uh, the genre of books and what not it's been a great conversation and uh, uh, looking forward to the next one yeah it's awesome i think uh, uh, one thing to do is that we we talked about something which is a very broad topic like right? reading is such a broad topic right as in the past we talked about like specific things like drinking certain number of ounces a day and stuff as reading i think it's like very vast and stuff and i think by narrowing the topic of reading to like 15 minutes a day i think it's been very important to me and stuff so is there anything you want to talk about in the next podcast are you do you have anything in mind that you want to focus on so uh yeah i do so i want to talk about preparing for a half marathon uh, or okay. like i i would definitely talk about preparing for a marathon but i would not be able to finish it by the next conversation but i can still talk about like long distance running uh for okay. for our next conversation right because i'm looking forward to do a half marathon like uh, like couple of months and then yeah. like i'm planning to do like a full marathon sometime really soon uh by end of this year or early next year so i'm going to prepare for that i'm going to like talk about the preparation tools and like uh, uh and uh everything around long distance running yeah awesome because i think it'll be very helpful for me because uh i do want to do a triathlon but i love to swim and biking is okay but running man i struggle so maybe by listening to you and getting some tips from me advice from you i can finally get into the runners high or is what you guys call it runners high yeah 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 it's this fun dude it's like a meditative peace place where you're just with yourself yeah i don't know if i awesome awesome thank you blush i appreciate the time and uh, enjoy the rest of your uh, evening yeah you too sab take care bye thank you Thanks for listening folks. Reach out to us at curiouscuriosity@gmail.com for comments and feedback. See you on the next one.